0: Yes. Hi, everyone. This is Demi Pelaez, and I am going to go over respondent behavior versus operant behavior. Okay, we're going to go over the disclaimer first. The ABA Exam Academy was created by and for students to earn their BCBA, BCABA certification. Most of the leaders and participants are not a BCBA or BCABA at this time. These meetings are meant to have active discussions to collaborate, ask questions, and provide helpful suggestions to better understand the BACB 4th edition task list concepts. Due to this, it is important to know that all viewers and participants are responsible to verify the accuracy of the information being provided in order to successfully prepare for the BCBA-BCABA exam. All right, so some ethical considerations we have is to refrain from using any of the test questions from the actual exam. Refrain from sharing any type of paid resources uh, or any type of identifiable client information. And then, if you are sharing any type of uh, free resources, open resources, peer reviewed articles, or books, just give credit to the author. All right, so I'm going to present my screen because the first thing I want to start with is AKAs. I figure you either know it or you don't. So, that's not something we have to review. That's something you study, and then it's memorization. Okay. So, all right, let's start from the top left corner. Respondent conditioning, we're going to look at the left, and then we're going to compare it to the ones that are on the complete right-hand side of the screen. Okay, so what's the AKA of respondent conditioning? It's one of these over here. Stimulus. What is it? I want to say classical, but you're right. It's classical okay. classical conditioning. There's also the other one that's Pavlovian. There's a few of them, but this is the most popular. So respondent conditioning is classical conditioning. All right, the next one we're going to go to is operant contingency. This one over here. Um, three-term contingency. Perfect. Awesome job. Who was that? Sophia, yeah. Sophia, nice job. All right, next one we're going to go down. Phylogeny. Phylogenic. Yeah. Perfect. All right, contiguity. Contiguity. Temporal contiguity. Good job. All right. Ontogenic. ontogeny oh, Nice job. All right. Then we're going to go up here. Operant behavior. Reflexive. Okay. Operant behavior. Stimulus response stimulus model. Yes. So it's this one right here. Stimulus response. Okay. That's the SRS model. Stimulus, response, stimulus. Oh, okay. I didn't even see that. Yeah. And then the only one left is respondent behavior, which is what? Reflexive relations. Reflexive. Reflexive relations. Nice job. Guys, AKAs are extremely important. I've heard from tons of people that have taken the exam that there are tons of AKAs on the exam. So we have to know this. Okay? All right. So we're going to start with, okay... I am going to have to one second okay Um, behavior is the activity of these are fill in the blanks so what is the what is behavior tell me what goes in these blanks right here behavior is the activity of observing living organism yes correct living organisms all right then we're going to go down to the next one when does behavior happen behavior happens only when there is an interactive condition between and what goes there so between and that means there's two things on there there's two words blank and blank So, I'm going to give you the first one. So, it's between an organism and its what? Environment. Environment. So, same thing as surroundings, environment, surroundings. Okay. What does the term response refer to? Response refers to a specific what? Instance Instance of of behavior. behavior. Good job, guys instance of behavior and what tool can be used to determine if something is a behavior what could we use dead man test good job the dead man's test all right good job guys you know this okay so true and false question true and false behavior only happens when there is an interactive condition between one organism and another organism True or false? Make sure you read the question carefully. Just say false. False. Okay, I have two false. One more. It's false. False. Okay. False. The reason it's false is because it can also occur with the surroundings. So surroundings. I put here, right. So I put here purposely only the word only and I also put that is between organism and organism. So yes, that's true, but is it only? No, it's not. So we can do it also with surroundings. Okay? Good job. All right. All right, so we're gonna go move on to respondent behavior. What is respondent behavior? Respondent behavior is behavior that is blank by blank. Can anyone think of what goes there? Elicited? Yes, so it's elicited by... Responses? What is elicit? I'm sorry? elicited by responses so the responses are called what so is it an antecedent or a consequence, a consequence. Antecedent. antecedent yeah so it's an antecedent stimuli all right what causes respondent behavior respondent behavior is blank by a stimulus that precedes the behavior, and then it says blank is required for the response to occur. So think about it. What does respondent behavior do? How does it happen? Okay, so respondent behavior is induced, and the reason it is induced is because it's something that we can't control, okay? Does anyone know, know this one that's on the bottom? Blank is required for the response to occur. Do we need something in order for this to occur besides the stimulus that that is causing it or no say it again sorry do we need something to cause this to happen in respondent besides what's being induced what's inducing the behavior do we need something else Think about it this way respondent versus operant with respondent do you need to be taught I I'm not mm-hmm. sure with the no. word but there is unlearned yes I mean is unlearned, unlearned history yes nothing so, hmm. so nothing is needed so it's basically um, when you like the dogs when they salivate in pavlov with pavlov nobody mm-hmm. taught them to salivate they salivate on their own. If you get nauseous, it's because something happened that caused you to get nauseous. But you can't control the the feeling of being nauseous. You can't control the feeling of being dizzy, and all of that is something that's out of your control. So it's all like unlearned. It's unlearned. Yes, so we do not really need anything to feel that that we feel what we feel in that moment. It's just something that is induced by something. Like, for example, if I see I I don't know, I'm, okay, so I have a, a fear of um, medical and professional and all that. Anything that has to do with medical, to me, that's difficult, okay? So my hair stand, <laughs> um, sometimes I get like kind of nauseous or I start sweating. All, that's all out of my control. Just the presence of a hospital or things like that, it makes me feel that way. Yeah, so that's all respondent. Okay, what is it called when an organism responds in predictable ways to certain stimuli? This falls under respondent. Habituation? Reflex? Reflex, yes, correct. So reflexes fall under respondent, and it is when an organism responds in predictable ways to certain stimuli. Perfect, good job. All right, so next question. Respondent behavior is behavior that is elicited by antecedent stimuli An operant behavior is a behavior that is induced or brought out by a stimulus that precedes the behavior. True or false? True. True. One more person. True. Okay. first, before I give the answer, why are you guys saying true? Just want to know does anybody want to give a reason uh respondent is elicited correct and antecedent stimuli those are the two words correct operant mm-hmm. is induced which is another word for evoked and uh the stimulus precedes the behavior okay uh, i think it's actually it's false because it's not brought about operand is not brought about or induced right right no so operand is evoked okay Mm -hmm. it is evoked so the answer is false and the reason it's false is because when you're when you're answering a question make sure you answer um you read the whole question so if you would Mm -hmm. have read this part only, respondent behavior is behavior that is elicited by antecedent stimuli, you would have said, oh, true, that's true. And you wouldn't have read the bottom part of my question. So in order for the question to be true, both of them have to be correct. Right, and see, like, for that one, for example, like, I was pretty confident um, on the first part, so that's true, it's the second part that I was kind of tripping off on, and that's why I said true. Right. So it's like, well, that yeah. part's true. So I'm like, I'm just going right. to so try. That's, that's the reason I put the question on there is because a lot of oh. people don't finish reading the question when they read. Mm-hmm. So respondent behavior is induced and brought about. So that's correct. But it's just that I changed the word operant for respondent. And that's pretty much it. Okay. All right. So let's move on to the next one. All right, the next one is going to be operant, no, wrong one, okay, operant, what is operant behavior? Any behavior whose blank is determined primarily by its history of blank. Think about it. What What does operant behavior do? Does it increase or decrease the future frequency? Yes or no? Both. Exactly, yeah, so they do, yes. Yes. So any behavior whose future frequency is determined primarily by its, what? What does it look at? An antecedent or a consequence? Consequence. Consequence. Correct. All right. So operant behaviors can take a virtually blank range of forms, since one blank can mean different things. So different from respondent, operant, it can it can, it has different ways of. For so for one behavior, you have different ways of responding. So. Think about what I just said, and what do you think goes in there? All right, so I'm going to give it to you guys. Operant behaviors can take a virtually unlimited range Mm -hmm. of forms. Since one behavior can mean topography. different things. So the answer is behavior, but the reason I put topography is because depending on what the behavior looks like is the response you're going to get. Um, me waving to you guys can mean different things to all of you. I might be, you. someone might think I'm saying bye, someone might think I'm saying hi, you know, so... It, the topography of me waving has different range of forms, like it says on there, different range of forms. Um, we, we interpret it different ways. So unlike respondent, where respondent is just the salivation and the vomiting, like there's always that same response to that same stimulus with respondent. With operant, it's always going to be different, always. Okay, who was the founder of Operant Behavior? Skinner. Skinner. Correct. All right, does anybody have any questions before I move on? So I already went over behavior, respondent behavior, and operant behavior. All right, cool, all right, so. I think that we could present this, okay, perfect. All right, we're gonna do a little bit of compare and contrast, okay? We're gonna start with respondent, okay? Who are the founders of respondent and operant behavior? Pavlov and Skinner. Skinner is for operant and Mm -hmm. Pavlov is for respondent. Are you sure? Or is it Watson? Watson Watson okay but it's Watson what Pavlov did is he 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 did a study on that using the dog that's why he's so popular like he he made it real you know he made that happen he made it very popular but the one that was the founder was Watson okay um for respondent and operant which one is a reflex and which one is voluntary Respondent, respondent is reflex reflex so respondent is reflex okay i heard that and who wants to tell me for operant what's operant voluntary voluntary good all right so next we're gonna go to learned and unlearned which one's respondent Unlearned. 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 And operant is? Learned. Good. All right, next. Elicit and evoke. Which one is respondent? Elicit. Good. And operant is? Evoked. Evoked. All right, so now we're going to do it backwards. Operant. Is it phylogenic or ontogenic? For operant? Ontogenic. Ontogenic. And respondent is? Phylogenic. Phylogenic. Very good. All right. And then the last two we're going to go over is habituation and adaptation. For operant, which one is it? Adaptation. Adaptation. Nice job, guys. You know this part. All right. True or false? Operant behavior is any behavior whose future frequency is determined primarily by its history of consequences. True or false? True. 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 All right true you guys were confident about it that's good all right we're gonna do some matching now this is strictly vocabulary so if you don't know it and you want to take out your cooper book this is straight from the cooper glossary okay first we're gonna start with respondent behavior actually you know what i'm gonna do it the other way around I'm going to read the definition on the right hand side, and you guys tell me what it is. Behavior that is selected, maintained, and brought under stimulus control as a function of its consequence. Operating behavior? Operant behavior. Operate. Ooh. I think I'm going to take this off. Okay. operant behavior. Correct. I'm just going to give you guys the answer. I'm going to tell you yes or no. (laughs) All right, operant behavior. Yes. All right, next one. A stimulus response relation consisting of an antecedent stimulus and the respondent behavior it elicits. Respondent behavior? Okay. Because it talks about the relation. So no, it's not that it's a reflex yes yeah reflex, reflex reflex Yes. it's reflex okay the next one is a stimulus change that follows a behavior of interest Response. consequence consequence correct okay the next one is the conglomerate of real circumstances in which the organism of reference. A reference part of the organism exists. Environment. Correct. Mm -hmm. And then a single instance of occurrence of a specific class or type of behavior. Response. Response class. Good job. And then the last one, you guys have the answer, but I'm going to read it out. Mm -hmm. The response component of a reflex. Respondent behavior. Good job, guys. I don't know why these arrows came out backwards. (laughs) Sorry. All right, my question. All right, mom shows a baby a cookie and says cookie. Baby responds, coo. Mom gives a baby the cookie. The next day, the mom shows the baby a cookie and says cookie. Baby says cookie, and mom gives him the cookie and praises him. Baby saying cookie the second time is a A, operant behavior, B, respondent behavior, C, operant contiguity, or D, respondent conditioning? Respondent conditioning. Okay. A. Operant condition. Operant Operant. operant behavior. Okay, so I have two for A A. and one for D. Mm -hmm. Okay. The answer is A, operant behavior. Good job. Well, couldn't, I guess I'm a little confused because I was thinking conditioning because she conditioned him to... So yes, that's correct. But then look at what the question's asking in the bottom. It says, baby saying cookie. So you have to look at only that part. You're not not supposed to, in this case, you're not supposed to look at the whole example of the scenario. You're only looking for what they're asking for. So if in the Mm -hmm. bottom instead it said... This is an example of, then yes, it would be D. But it since it's specifying the baby saying cookie the second time, then it's A. Okay. Okay? Okay. All right. Cool. All right. Next question. This is my last question. All right. Immediately after getting a blood draw, Damie became dizzy and fainted. Now when Damie visits any medical professional, she becomes dizzy. Damie becoming dizzy is an example of A, operant behavior, B, respondent behavior, C, operant contiguity, or D, respondent conditioning. Respondent behavior. Anyone else? Conditioning D, so I have one for A and two for D. I said B respondent behavior, okay. So one for B and two for D. All right, so same thing goes for this one, okay. This one is specifically looking at the behavior, Damie becoming dizzy is a behavior, okay. So it says, Jamie Becoming Dizzy is an example of. So that would be B, okay? Does anybody have a question about this? Okay. All right, so I'm done. If you guys have any questions, but remember to like, share, and subscribe and communicate. Um, Our website is www.abaexamacademy.com. If you guys have any questions or concerns or if you guys need a one-to-one, email us at leaders at abaexamacademy.com. And if you guys have any questions now, feel free to ask. But thank you for participating and thank you for being with us in our meeting. Thank you, Damien. Yeah, thank you. Good night, guys. Thank you so much. Good night.
1: Bye. Thank you.
0: Take care. Bye.